Well, we're drinking water, not beer today. Look at that. Uh, am I a new leaf? No beer today. There's beer no. today. And it's an old reliable. It's an Axeman Brewery mean duck. What a transition you just did there. That was beautiful. It's like looked like we planned that. You're a legend. <laughs> That's crazy. I just had the beer off camera. <laughs> that was really good. Makes makes everything go around. Ladies and gentlemen. You are about to witness the world's number one wrestling podcast. Let me pod to you. Yeah. Welcome to Let Me Pod to You. I'm Jacob. You can block me on Twitter at We Hate Jacob. I'm here with my co-host Dimitri. You can find him on Twitter at Dimitri Talks. Dimitri, how's the wrestling this week? Uh, it was all right. Uh, you know, we're we're just kind of in that same thing as last week. Kind of in that build up to SummerSlam. Just kind of all right. You know, some things happening here and there. How do you feel about it? About the same. Uh, yeah. AEW Collision was really good. Um, one thing, programming note, we are recording a day early, so it's actually uh, before Dynamite 200, which for me and Dimitri is tonight at 8, so there will not be any Dynamite 200 on this this week, but uh, we'll probably talk about it a little bit next week, because I think every match, question mark, uh, has some stakes to it, so uh, it should be a pretty good good dynamite tonight um but this yeah, is going like to be most steaks. steaks are good what's your favorite kind of steak uh shoot i mean i like me a I like me a ribeye ribeye is pretty mm. good i'm a filet mignon kind of guy oh yeah filet mignon yeah, yeah. that's pretty dope whenever, I, whenever I, I, I cook steaks at home it's a filet i don't know if i've had a filet mignon before. Huh. filet mignon but i really like a ribeye hmm. fair enough uh <laughs> I'm completely gone now. Oh, this is our SummerSlam uh, preview podcast nominally. I'm going to talk a little bit about Collision um, a little later on because this past weekend's show was really good. Um, and what they're doing this upcoming weekend is kind of dumb, in my opinion. But hey, what are you going to do? Dimitri, you didn't fill it in, but you said we already know. Top of the mid. Top of the mid. Didn't fill it in. Don't have to fill it in. You already know. It's the folks over there at the Alpha Academy. Always mm-hmm. this, week, Thank Chad, you. <laughs> this week, Chad put on a show. Man, I'll talk about it later because uh, you know I wanted to talk about him because the stock's rising on Chad right now. So we just gonna we just gonna keep it at that. Shout I, out to the Alpha Academy. Yeah, I actually wanted to talk about Chad Gable too. So Perfect. and I saw you had that in there. So we will we will cover that in depth. My Love headline it. is a secret, yeah, and I'm going to share it with it? you right now. <laughs> My headline is watching wrestling with friends is always better, and this weekend. <sighs> Dimitri is going to be in my living room, and we're going to be watching some SummerSlam, and I'm so excited. We're going to have a bunch of people over who all love wrestling, and that is the best way to enjoy wrestling, in my opinion. Yeah, I gotta say, I'm fucking psyched. It's been a minute since I have watched wrestling with people that actually like wrestling, because sometimes I have my friends here that come over and watch wrestling. They don't even really like it like that. They just kind of come over because it's something to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's cool, it's fun and all, but it's different when you've got people that actually know what's going on, and it's going to be a good time. It's been a long time. Like I said, the last time I watched wrestling with friends, uh, I think Iad and Toby were here in a summer, maybe a summer or two ago. It was when uh, CM Punk returned to um, wrestling. Uh, that would have been last world. year. Yep. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was crazy. We didn't plan on it or anything. They just happened to be here and we turned on AEW and watched that return. And that was a heck of a thing to watch with your friends. So loved that. Hoping that SummerSlam also uh, has some good surprises in it and is very exciting. I'm excited for it. 
I'm really excited for SummerSlam yeah. as well. And I wanted to keep keep that a secret uh, in the in the rundown so I could get a genuine reaction out of you. See if you're actually excited to come here. Fuck yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Uh this year, I've watched most of the WWE premium live events with people, you which has duck. made it really nice. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna have a we're gonna have a good crowd um, and some good some good drinks, some good beers of the weeks, and some good uh, some good snacks. I'm really yeah, looking buddy. forward to it. And shout out to shout out to uh, Champ Sports Bar, man. I'm gonna have some of my fucking wings, my favorite wings of all time. If you don't know me, then you don't know this. But if you know me, then you know I love Champ. So I'm very excited. Dimitri is going to be here for a week. I'm putting the over under at Champ's wings at three and a half times. Yeah, it's probably a pretty good number. I was thinking, I was thinking probably three times. <laughs> I was, I'm dead serious. I was thinking probably three times. I'm there, like what, like seven days? Probably at least three of the days. I'm gonna have champs, so we'll see how it goes. That's I'm gonna have to buy some champ sauce too. That's a good idea. Take it home. Make your own uh-huh, champs wings. Damn right. What's your headline, Dimitri? So uh, I got a couple things that uh, popped up this week. First of all, I watched Family Feud after you mentioned it. Um, I thought I had recorded it on YouTube TV. Turns out I didn't. So then I panicked and I was like, how do I watch it? How do I watch it? How do I watch it? And I like had to go through like Google and like nobody was giving me any good answers. And then I just randomly decided to check Hulu. There it was. So yeah. I, I got to watch it on Hulu and it was pretty fucking good. Uh, great little crossover they got there. I think they should uh, do stuff like this more often. That was really good. It was so fun. Yeah. Uh, my my brother was here yesterday, and I was like, "We're like gonna just put something on while we had dinner." And I was like, "Do you like Family Feud?" I didn't tell him that it was gonna be wrestlers on Family yeah. Feud. He was like, "I don't care, just put on whatever." So I put on WWE Family Feud. It was it was great. I thought the teams were really good. Uh, like the WWE women really had them in the first two rounds, and then the them boys came back. Sure Seth did. Rollins was talking mad shit to Becky. Absolutely. Uh, they were carrying <laughs> Kofi because he was like, I just had surgery. I can't that walk too fast. <laughs> the the whole like uh, Biggie, Beyonce, what? Beyonce, what? <laughs> that was really Steve good. Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> like, Steve Harvey could be a manager in WWE for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Steve Harvey and uh, Stephen A. Smith, I think, would do great as WWE managers. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to see Stephen A. if he comes, uh, less of like a manager, but more of like an uh, on-screen authority figure, like a GM. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm, I think that be would cool. be. I think that would be the best use of his talents because then he could get his fingers kind of in wherever he sees fit, as yeah. opposed to just being attached to a single wrestler. And if it's not working with that single wrestler, then he's kind of fucked. So yeah, true. Good point. I think that would be good. Yeah, Stephen A. Come on over, dog. It, there's another kind of sub headline was Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman on first take this week. Oh my God. Whoa. Paul Heyman. <laughs> he's like, I'm the goat. I'm the best. And yep. Stephen A's like, well, what about, you know, blah, blah, blah. fuck him. He's dead. <laughs> like, okay. Damn. Stephen A was like, my Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Paul Heyman is great in character. Yo, I love him. He's so good at his job, man. In yeah, every Ro- which way. Roman's always good on the talk shows too, because mm-hmm. like, He's he'll like kind of float in and out of character through it, so it's it's actually a very compelling watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm with you on on this uh, Cody Rhodes documentary. I keep seeing the advertisements for it, and I want to watch it. Yeah, I really want to watch it too. Uh, I'm 
pretty excited about it. And also, speaking of Cody Rhodes, they had a little, uh, little, I guess, promo for his match. That was so good. Did you see it? It just had some epic music behind it, nice highlights and stuff, talking about how he's going to end it. Really made me want to watch the match. They did great on that. Shout out to the I, editing team. I saw it, and I was like, they think they're the bloodline here. This is no bloodline. <laughs> Frauds. <laughs> that's a little bit of, like, Cody Hager that's still just hanging on. Yeah, a little bit. In, in the back of my head. Hey, that's nice to see that you've come around a little bit on the Cody side, just I, like I me. I definitely have, for sure. Yeah. He's won us all over a little bit. Oh, me a lot. Jacob a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And then, uh, ooh, another thing I wanted to mention is, this is just a random thought I had, because I was sitting here thinking about how excited I am for SummerSlam. And then I was thinking about like past SummerSlams and events, and I was like, damn, I really miss custom stages and sets. And it's something that's brought up a lot in the wrestling community about like, you know, how nice it would be. I understand that like logistically, it makes a lot less sense to do that, because they can't just set up the same stage everywhere. But it's just like... It really makes the events feel special. It really makes Raw feel special. It makes SmackDown feel special. And especially the pay-per-views when you have this, the special pay-per-view set. I, I just think we've missed out on that quite a bit. And I would like to bring that little bit of personality back to wrestling. It would be great. One thing that's kind of interesting about this thought, and I like that you put this in here, is for the bigger stadium shows that WWE has been doing lately... They have been doing a little bit more oh, yeah. of the like kind of smaller stage. Mm-hmm. So it's a smaller tunnel that the wrestler is coming out through yeah. to. And I think I saw, I believe it was Triple H during one of the press conferences talking about that, saying, well, when we have these big shows and these big crowds and these great crowds, we want to make it more about the crowd than about us. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think that's pretty cool. I think that's yeah. legit. I still want a cool stage though, Triple H. What the fuck? <laughs> do you think that do you think that SummerSlam will be a long ramp from like the end zone side of the stadium or will it be a short ramp from the the sideline? Uh, you know what? This is just a complete uh random shot in the dark. Let's just say long ramp. I'm going to I'm going to guess long ramp. They're going to have to run down that motherfucker. Roman's <laughs> entrance is going to be 25 fucking minutes. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of the first uh, main event, the main main event of, I think they're calling this one three main events, but the true main event, Bloodline Cinematic Universe, Tribal Combat, the undisputed WWE Universal Championship, along with the Tribal Chiefhood, Roman Reigns, main event Jey Uso, who do you got? Uh, as much as I want Jay Uso to win, and as much as I think it'd be a cool swerve for him to shock the world and get a W here, I don't think it's going to happen because I think that they want Roman, I would think that they would want Roman to hold on to this and for everything to reach its peak at WrestleMania. Mm. If Roman loses the belt here, loses the tribal chiefiness whatever you want to call it uh i don't know where they go from there and i don't know how they reach some sort of climax from that point maybe it could be not about the belt anymore i don't know but i think logically it would be harder to reach some sort of climax after jay beats him 
at SummerSlam. So I'm going to say Roman wins. How about yourself? I I think that it's also going to be Roman Reigns that retains. But I think this is going to be the end of Roman and Solo. I think this is where Solo is going to fully abandon Roman Reigns. And I think that's probably going to be our build to WrestleMania. Do you think Solo goes complete wild card, or do you think he sides with the Usos? I think initially he goes complete wild card, and the Usos then, there'll be a storyline for a while that will be between Solo and the Usos squashing their beef as Roman deals with maybe some other stuff. Yeah. Or he's just off TV. (laughs) I mean, I would not. He's been on TV a lot. I would be surprised if he is back before payback. Yeah. Yeah. That would be that would be surprising to me. Man's got a nice schedule. Hey, if they paid me to not do anything, (laughs) I'd do it too. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. But someone who's on TV every week, the first Mm -hmm. stock rising. Chad motherfucking Gable. We we talking about him again. What a match he had there. You watched that match? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good-ass match. I was really sad that I thought for after the five minutes were up, I thought it was over. I thought he got the dub, and I thought we were walking off there, and I was really excited. I was like, damn, man, Chad just got a dub on TV, randomly on Raw. Let's go. And then, you know, reset, and he had to take the L. But doesn't matter. Either way, he put on a hell of a showing. There were, like... Every match, I feel like he just has like a billion spots where you're like, damn, that was impressive. Like, you can't keep your eyes off. I can't keep my eyes off Chad 100%. And that's a funny thing to say, a funny phrase to say. Can't keep my eyes off Chad, but I can't keep my eyes off Chad, man. Love that guy in and out the ring. What were you going to say about him? It, he's just so impressive. Like, every, in every sense of the word, bro. One of our first podcasts, I think we had the Alpha Academy and Chad Gable as a stocks rising. And we've been talking about Chad Gable deserves a run at a mid-card belt. And I think he really deserves it. And I think that he has honestly earned it with what he's done on TV this year. He's absolutely earned it. He's been able to get himself over. He's been able to get people who work with him over, Otis and uh, Maxine. I and mean, the Viking just, Raiders. And the Viking Raiders. All in, And I'm not going to say it's all because of Chad, but it definitely is a large factor because Chad is a great like piece. He, just, he, can, he can bring the best out of the people around him, whether it is somebody working with him or against him. And yeah, you're right. I I was actually thinking about that too. I was thinking, how could he possibly work himself into the uh, mid card title picture? Because I would love to see. I know, I know the um, U.S. titles over on uh, SmackDown, but mm-hmm. the U.S. title just screams like it that it needs Chad Gable to have it. I would love Chad Gable to have the U.S. title. It would just be a beautiful thing. It would really give me Kurt Angle vibes. I always say that. And it would just be, I, I, would, I would love it. So however they got to do it, whether it's Intercontinental or U.S. title, he's got to get to run here sometime, right? Like eventually, please. I think eventually he might get a belt. It's I, hard I to would, tell when. I would just, just like to see him be in that conversation as a competitor for it. Yes. The tag belts, with them being still 
conjoined are not accessible for him and Otis to go after again. Yeah. The Intercontinental title, Drew's got the match at, at SummerSlam. We'll talk about that here in a moment. Mm-hmm. But maybe Gable at Payback? Maybe, maybe he'll work his way into that for Payback? That would be lovely. I'd be happy about that. But yeah, let's let's dive into the uh, Intercontinental uh, Championship. The Ring General Gunta. There we go. <laughs> has a match against Drew McIntyre. This will be Drew's third match, I think, since WrestleMania, because he took some time off due to a contract dispute, which they're now saying was not a contract dispute, but was definitely a contract dispute. Right. <laughs> and I think it'll be a slobber knocker of a match. For sure. But I do not see Drew McIntyre leaving with the belt. I love Drew, but yeah, the the build hasn't really made convinced me in any sense of the way that like Drew would win this match. Like the build just hasn't been there for it for me to believe that. You know, mm-hmm. it just hasn't like it doesn't feel like it's been a focus. So if it's not been a focus, I don't see us I don't see them having them drop the belt if it's like something they've just kinda hovered around a little bit. And besides, I mean uh Drew McIntyre is going to team up with Riddle right after this to become a tag team force to be reckoned with. Uh. <laughs> so, to, that was an evil to, little laugh you just gave me there. <laughs> to, to, to be clear, you're you're picking Daring Ganaral. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right, hell yeah. Oh, you know what? I forgot to put on our rundown card for SummerSlam. What's that, Bob? The match that should be on SmackDown: Logan Paul and. Uh, Oh, Ricochet. <laughs> oh, uh, this is really, this is very random. Okay. But do you remember uh, a few episodes ago when I said absolutely? And I was like, where's that from? I don't remember where that's from. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Yeah. All right. I, it popped in my head randomly today. It's from uh, Tim Heidecker. Uh, that happens on his shows. That's like a, a show tag at the beginning. Random as fuck, I know, but... I, I don't know who that fella is. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. What? I'm not familiar with his game. What? That's crazy. For real? For real. Alright, we're gonna... I'm gonna have to, I'm oh, gonna have to learn Christ. you. Not, not right now, I'll learn you later. Okay, he's a funny adult swim guy, basically. Oh, this might not be for me. Might not. It's really dumb humor. <laughs> this probably won't be for me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give it a shot. Well, uh, did, did you? Were you going to talk about Logan Paul and Ricochet at all in your SummerSlam stock rising? No. Nope. All right, let's talk about it now. <laughs> uh, who cares? That's where I fall on this. Yeah. Do not give a shit. Um, they kind of made it like for the love of Samantha Irvin. I did not like Logan Paul talking to Samantha like that. And I also did not like the ring general snatching the mic from Samantha like that. And then also she almost got bumped in the timekeepers area because a spot ended up there in the main event on raw. She was having a bad night. Rough one. People coming after her man, people taking her mic, people being in her space. Samantha Irvin deserves better. Absolutely. Anyway, sorry, this isn't even about the match. I just don't give a <laughs> shit. This is going to be like the third match on the card in like a bad slot, or it will be between one of the main events as like a come down match. It's going to be a spot fest, and mm. I don't care. But this will be Logan Paul's first win in the WWE. 
That's what we're going to see. We're going to see a match where you don't really care much going into it. And then you're going to watch the match. And then there's going to be a few spots where you're like, holy fuck. Wow, that's a viral moment. Whoa. Maybe maybe we'll get something that'll shock us. Because every now and then Logan Paul can can give me a good uh, a good moment. You know, that's what he's good for. You know, a, yeah. a couple moments here and there. He admitted yeah. himself. He doesn't really know what he's doing. But, uh, you know, he's good for those moments. So... I'm going to take it for what it is. Uh, I'm not like, super excited for it, but I'm sure there'll be a few minutes, few moments in the match where it's something cool happens and I'll remember it for that, I guess. You, you picking the Maverick? See, now this is a tough question. I am not sure if Logan is going to get it. I'm, I'm going to go Ricochet on this You're going to go with the flying Irishman, Ricochet? Yeah, I'm going with him. He's had a little... Uh, Feels like he's got a little momentum here, and they haven't really pushed him very often on the main roster, so it would be nice to see him go over for once. I'm not a big Ricochet fan, uh, to be I, honest. He cannot cut a promo. No, and that's what kills it for me, but I think I think they'll give him a win. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't care about that one. Mm-hmm. But what I do care about is they found a way to jam our boy L A Knight, yeah, <laughs> yeah, onto the card with this uh, SummerSlam Slim Jim Battle Royal, and uh, mm. the only two people who I think have been announced because I looked down multiple websites today are L A Knight and Sheamus, Shinsuke Nakamura maybe question mark Tommaso Ciampa maybe question mark Alpha Academy both of those lads question mark imperium boys question mark they haven't announced who any of the people are and uh i think it's going to be like four people get entrances and it's going to be like la knight shamish shinsuke and maybe chad gable get like an entrance and that's it and then those are gonna be the last four that end up in the battle royal (laughs) and uh there are currently no stakes on this battle royal you get nothing for winning it it's yeah, that's what I was wondering. There. I saw it and I was like, what is the what is the hook here? What are, what are we what are we fighting for? LA Knight on the card. That's we're what just, it is. <laughs> we're just fighting for the love of the game. It's genuinely just so that LA Knight is on the card. But I'm happy about that. Yeah. Uh the pop will be bananas when he's the last person to come out for that. Absolutely. And his music hits. Uh so yeah, sure. Sock rising slim jim. Sure. Yeah, Stock Rising Slim Jim and to lead into that, we got I got Stock Rising SummerSlam, which is very funny that you hit you started off the show with the secret headline, which was <laughs> you're excited because we're going to watch with with friends and it's going to be nice to watch with friends. Literally, all right, I wrote SummerSlam the power and then of I friendship. <laughs> and then I wrote uh reasons on the rub down, on the rundown here. And the reason I wrote reasons was because on the, the reason- on the what down? On the what down to meet you? <laughs> I was hoping you didn't catch that. (laughs) The reason I wrote reasons is because I was going to say, because I'm watching with friends and uh, it's the first time I've done that in a minute. So that's just really exciting for me. Also, SummerSlam is always a fucking banger. So that's dope that I get to watch that with friends. So yeah, uh, the podcast boys are very excited for SummerSlam. If you couldn't tell, there's a few things that are a little negative about SummerSlam. We'll talk about them later. Mm-hmm. Uh, the things you talk about, I was also going to talk about, but I also, uh, you know, got that one I added there. It was just 
just wanted to talk about that because there's a guy there involved with that who's not doing too hot. But anyways, let's move on. And let, let's wrap up the Stocks Rising section with uh, AEW Collision. And this is going to be a stock up one point and also down one point. Hmm. This past weekend's uh, Collision was very good. Uh, rock hard Juice Robinson and the Ass Boys had a trios match against um, a team of racially ambiguous fellas. Uh, one of the Martins, Action Andretti, and someone else who does flips. Oh, El Hijo de Vikingo. So it, it was a very good match. It was fun. Lots of cool spots in that one. Uh, Vikingo is great. I would like to see him be made a, like a officially all elite. Um, he could definitely go for uh, like a TNT title or uh, I was going to call it intercontinental, the international belt, something like that. Like Vikingo could definitely have one of those. He's currently the, the triple a mega champion um, has been for a while defeated Kenny Omega for it question mark. And also uh, defended it against him a few times. So th- this guy can go um, good match. Uh, the main event though. Ooh, my Lord. FTR and better than you, baby, Adam Cole and MJF. MJF pushed Adam Cole out of the way so he didn't take the shatter machine at the end. He took, excuse me, whew, whew, that beer went straight to me. He took the shatter machine. He ate that whole thing, got pinned. The first time MJF, MJF has been pinned since he became champion. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end of it, he's upset that he lost. Him and Adam Cole are not tag team champions. But they started teasing this turn. Adam Cole walked away and literally put his hands up and went, just do it. Just do it if you're going to do it. MJF's holding the belt up like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sock him one in the back of the head. But he didn't do it. The power of friendship prevailed. And they are sticking together. Big swerve from AEW. Um, The other big headline out of Collision this week, CM Punk pulled out his AEW world title that he still has from uh, when he got suspended after an alleged brawl. (laughs) But he's running back. He's running it back. He's playing the hits. He is better than us because he is straight edge. The X is his symbol, and he spray-painted that X over the belt. And he said he's the real world champ. Oh, that's exciting. That's exciting. Look at CM Punk being another motherfucking draw. Making mm-hmm. me, he's always the one, that's one that makes me want to tune into AEW. He's still a draw. And uh, that leads us into the stock falling section of AEW Collision. They are doing some counter-programming to SummerSlam. Makes sense. They have to. They have to oh, do something there on the same night. Yeah. They have CM Punk versus Ricky Starks in CM Punk's first title defense since he's been back in the main event on Collision. They also will have uh, Mercedes Martinez versus Chris Statlander for the TBS title. Mercedes is a baller. Uh, that's going to be like a. That that's essentially like a women's wrestling version of Drew McIntyre and Sheamus just kicking the shit out of each other. <laughs> like these are two powerhouse ladies that are going to throw some shit down during that match. 
and there's also going to be another defense of the AEW tag team titles, FTR versus uh, Brian Cage and Big Bill. Big Bill. So, uh, used to be William H. Morrissey, I think, in mm. WWE. Do you know who he is? William H. Morrison? No, that's not right. Uh, God, what's his Oh, he's going to Google it. Google. If you if you Google him, yeah, W. Morrissey is what he went by. Oh, no, I don't know him. When did he wrestle? Um, he did some NXT, I think, um, with WWE, and then he was in Impact for a while. Um. And then they did, like, leading up to Forbidden Door last year, he started making some appearances on AEW, and then he... Uh, is officially all elite as of last year, and now he goes under the ring name Big Bill because he is uh, six foot ten. Oh yeah, he's a big boy. That's a yeah. big boy. His ring names: Big Bill, Big Bill Morrissey, Big Bill Young, Big C, Big Cass with dollar signs, Big Cass with S's, Big Cass. Big I know who Big Cass is. Okay, that's that's who he is. Okay, uh, got you. Big Cass with Z's. Kaz XL, Colin Cassidy, Eric the Red Wood, W Morrissey, and William Morrissey. Gotcha. Okay. Now now this makes more sense. I know who Big Cass is. Amazing. I didn't know him as any of the other names. Who was he? He was a tag team partner with uh some fella back in the day. But anyways, not important. Uh Enzo Amore. Yes. Oh, dude, that motherfucker can talk on the mic, man. There's some great segments with him on the old YouTubes. Hmm. He uh he also is engaged to Lexi Nair. Good for mm. him. Good for him. Good job. Uh okay, that was a tangent. Um uh, anyway, <laughs> so they're putting three titles on collision to counter program SummerSlam. Uh I'm gonna watch it on Sunday because I'm gonna be watching SummerSlam. It's Damn SummerSlam. Right. I'm not I'm not not watching it. Like I don't know what y'all are about with that, but let me get anyway. a surprise surprise return for SummerSlam. Please. Who do you think would surprise return? <laughs> uh, I mean, the, we got the usual every pay per view. It feels like we're like, is Randy going to come back? That's there always... was a rumor about Randy this morning. Oh, really? He is cleared for return to action, and he has been lifting aggressively. Is what the oh, rumor yeah. said. I think this was from Fightful. I believe it was. I don't remember exactly, but. Uh, he has been lifting. He is bigger than he's ever been, is what the rumor says. He's said. been out for a minute, so that would make sense. But he has not been doing any ring work. Mm. So he may return, but it may be a slow ramp into competition. Yeah, I would like to see Randy return as a motherfucking psychopath like he used to be. I love that Randy Orton, the one that just like does ridiculous shit. He, and just he left and refound himself. Yeah, Oh, that would be good. Ooh, one of the like minor pay-per-views towards the end of the year randy versus riddle like he comes back mm. riddle wants to be like hey randy can we be friends again we were such a good tag team remember how we were rk bro randy oh and he just like rko's him backstage Hell and yeah. it's like i'm not your buddy anymore and just walks <laughs> off I love that Randy, bro. He was a menace at one point in time. Bald-headed Randy, you know if you know. Mm-hmm. If oh, you yeah. know, you know. Let's dive into the rest of the SummerSlam card. Okay. And then we'll talk about what was off of it as our stock's falling. Does that yeah, sound good? Do it, Bob. Yeah, that All sounds right. great. 
All right, we've done the undisputed title. All right. One of the other main events, the Women's World Championship, Asuka, holder of the belt, Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair in triple threat match with the lurking EO Sky threatening to cash in. I think you have convinced me, and Asuka will retain. Hell yeah. <laughs> Damn right. That's, you want to know why? You want to know why she's going to retain? Tell me why. Because nobody is ready for Asuka! <laughs> I love saying that. When I, was, when I was at SmackDown, I kept saying that. When she came out, I was like, nobody's ready for Asuka! <laughs> it's facts, no, man. No, I, 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 was, I was not ready for you to say that. Nobody's ready, bro. I I'm think not. this is... I think we need to stop doing the Charlotte returns and gets a belt. Yes. Like, let's, stop it. Let's have her work for it for Knock once. Knock it maybe. off. Who knows? That shit's annoying. Uh, and then I think this will line us up for the Bianca Belair heel turn with the Street Profits, with Big Bob Lash, and uh, Bob I, I would I would like <laughs> to see I would like to see it. And I think the only way we do that is if Oscar wins by some devious methods. And like you have also said, you think they're going to build us to an Oscar Neo Sky? Uh, match at a pay-per-view. That's what that's what the people want, you know, and I am the people, so I know what we want. Mm, fair enough. Yeah. So you, you have you have Oscar as well. Yes, sir. You damn right. I got Oscar. Okay. Nobody's ready for Oscar. That's all I need I to think, say. I, I think that's going to be a really good match. Uh, when they when they do these things, they just they do it up, don't they? <laughs> when they do these things, these things that they do, when they do the things, and things are done, and tasks are completed. That they perform. Indeed. The World Heavyweight Championship. (laughs) Seth freaking Rollins versus Finn Balor. I don't want Finn Balor to win. (laughs) I think he's going to win. That's that's who I got. But will will Damian Priest cash in? I don't know, man. Yes. I'm going to guess. I'm going to say yes. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm going back on it. No, he's not going to do it then. He's going to do it later. Finn's going to win and Priest is going to cash in at a later date. On, That's on, on Balor? Yes. Yes. So you're, you're saying Balor wins, no cash in tonight. Correct. Mm-hmm. 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 I think, I think Seth Rollins wins and Priest cashes in. Ooh, if Seth Rollins wins, here's my <laughs> here's my secondary take. If Seth okay. Rollins wins, uh, I think it's gonna go how all of these fucking cash ins seem to be going, which is kind of annoying because it keeps happening over and over and over again. Seth Rollins wins, he'll try to cash in, something foogly moogly will happen, and he'll fail to cash in again, and somebody's gonna end up pissed off at one another because something went wrong. And he couldn't cash in. But I don't think, either way, I don't think there's a successful cash in on SummerSlam. I think there is. So we will, we will differ. I was just thinking, wow, this is a boring podcast. We're just agreeing on everything. <laughs> um, Brock Lesnar and Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. No gimmick? No gimmick on this match, I don't think. I think it's just I a heard of regular old match. Yeah, just a regular old uh, match where Brock Lesnar's going to take Cody to Suplex City, bitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's going to take him to Suplex City all around the ring. 
Cody's going to be really dramatic. I'm going to stand up for this. He's going to be like, oh, oh my God. Oh, my midsection. He's going to be looking like he's dying out there. He's going to wince in pain. Oh, he's going to look at my, the crowd. My midsection. He's going to look He's going to look at the crowd. He's going to look like he's going to cry. He's like, and then he's going to hit him with the motherfucking cool ass little thing where he like kicks him. He like goes down on his back, does a little two eye poke. You know, that little movie. That I he, hate that. I hate that that's so a throwback. much. It's a throwback. I Th- this is I why I can't. That. This is why I can't get over on Cody Rhodes. I hate all of his moves. I hate them all. I, I hate his little one, kick and eye poke. I hate the Cody Cutter. I hate I the like Crossroads. I hate them all. I don't <laughs> like it. Yeah. Long story short, Brock Lesnar is gonna whoop this man's ass senseless, and he's gonna be looking like he's just went through war. And in Cody fashion, he's gonna be overly dramatic, and he's gonna get the W. That's that's how I see it happening. What you got, brother? I think Cody wins. Yeah, buddy. I think it's probably going to be just just about that, but Cody's going to get the dub. Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, Cody, Cody, Cody Rhodes. The guy. Basically. Yeah. And then the last thing on the card, MMA rules. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. I'm surprised with the uh, with the merger. They're not calling it UFC rules for brand recognition. <laughs> recognition. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, it, like we've said, when it first happened and Shayna came out and cut that scathing little promo against Ronda, I was really excited, but since it's just been kind of lackluster and I really don't care that much and we're going to talk about it, but I don't understand how this made it on the card over other things. That is mind boggling to me. There are I will, I will crazy. tell you how it made it on the card. Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I mean that's that's how. But Jesus, <laughs> I I still don't get it. I've never gotten it. I she's awful. Like she's so bad at this. Yeah, she stinks, dude. And she's so bad at this that for her like send off match, they're going to give her MMA rules so that she doesn't have to like sell and she doesn't have to wrestle. She can just fight. Like, come on, seriously? Like, seriously? Whatever. Uh, Shayna's going to win. Ronda's going to be severely injured. That's how they're going to write her off TV, and then she'll be gone until she decides to come back, if ever. Yeah, she'll come back someday. They always do. They always do. Who you got? Uh, yeah, I got Shayna. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I think this is, like you said, I think this is a way to uh, send off Ronda, and she can go chill and do whatever she wants to do, uh, which is fine with me. I don't hate Ronda by any means. I just don't I do. like I don't like her as a wrestler, but I don't hate her. I do. <laughs> Let the record show. Let I hate Ronda sh- Rousey. <laughs> Damn, bro. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about what was not on the card. All right. I uh, think the biggest omission is Becky and Trish. Yeah, absolutely. I'd, I'd agree with that. Um, that's crazy. Like we got. Uh, arguably one of the biggest superstars of right now uh, in Becky Lynch, and then a, a, an absolute legend, one of the great biggest superstars ever in Trish, and this rivalry that's been going on for quite some time, and you're not going to have it on the SummerSlam card? Huh? Yeah, huh? It's, I think is the, the best way that you, you, you can phrase that. That's crazy. Uh, you have a literal Hall of Famer and a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. 
and they're not on the card. Don't make on a feud that's actually been built properly and works, and two people who can do this properly. I forgot to mention, yeah, no, I really like this feud. Trish, I love Trish. You know, one for nostalgia, two because I think she plays a good heel. She's really Mm -hmm. good at it. She's been good at getting under your skin and just like you know what she's doing when she goes out there. Like it's very Mm -hmm. evident she's playing a heel, but she like does Mm -hmm. it well. Like to a T. I don't like hate her for like you know being bad at her job like some of the other people are. She's good at what she does. That's why she's all a famer. So like, I've been invested in this, and very disappointing that it's not on the card. Maybe they. Do you think that somehow we can sneak them in there somewhere? <laughs> like, it's I'm not happening. Like, they they've announced it for Raw in two weeks. I think I'm sick, bro. I'm sick. My my thing is like, if you're not gonna put it on SummerSlam and you're just gonna put it on Raw in two weeks. Why not just find a way to stretch this to payback so it's on a pay-per-view? Yeah. That's going to be pretty scarce in terms of card. There's not going to be the there's no Roman. Kevin Owens might not be healthy, so we might not have uh tag titles. Like the only thing you can think of You is, need stuff for that card. The only thing you can think of is maybe there's something bigger at play here that they are angling towards that's what i would hope maybe like a bigger match or like somebody else being involved maybe lita comes back for another one i don't know you just gotta hope that there's something down the pipeline that would make this make sense instead of just having the match and then we kind of fizzle out and nothing happens because that's the worst case scenario i'm i'm gonna be real and i know this is gonna hurt for you to hear and probably lots oh, of you probably listening. don't like watching lita what is that what it is Yes. Oh, I knew that. (laughs) It's it has nothing to do with the character. Yeah, she's kind of slow in the ring. To do with like she can't go. Yeah. No, that's facts. And that's fine. Like she's she's done. She's not doing this every week. She doesn't need to be able to go. But that's the one thing that I have an issue with with Lita is that it's she just can't really go for me. Yeah, it doesn't really make me mad. I, I think that's fair, because immediately when you said that, I knew exactly what you were going to say, because, yeah, she's definitely definitely uh, quite a bit slower in a ring than Trish at this point. Trish can definitely still go, but... Yeah, yeah it was it was just like, I, I've had this kind of thought since uh, one of the Saudi shows where it was Becky and Lita, and the they crowd like wasn't Lita. super into it. Yeah. And Becky, you could hear her calling the spots to Lita during the match, like yeah. be, like talking her through chops, you know, like over the ropes, like stuff like that. Like it was yeah. it was rough and it was rough at WrestleMania. And I think they made the right decision to write her off TV. If they had Lita come back in a capacity of being just next to Becky to kind of counteract the Zoe Stark of it all. That makes sense. That would make sense. That's where it makes sense for me. Yeah. I don't think I, I don't need Lita in the ring. Yeah. I don't think they're going to, they're going to bring Lita back in the ring unless it's another Saudi show. Cause they always do that for those shows. They just bring back old folks that draw. Look, crowd. If, if Lita's going to go to Saudi, you cash that check, baby girl, you do your thing. I'm yep. fine with that. Get your bag. The other women's match, not on the card. Big yikes here is the WWE Women's Championship. I really thought they were going to announce uh, they're going to have some confrontation on Raw between Rhea and Raquel, um, because it would make sense storyline-wise. But looks like Rhea will be defending that belt on uh, 
uh, and payback instead. Yeah, interesting, interesting choice here. Uh, Rhea is uh, one of the most over women in the company. Uh, every time she's out there, she's a heel, but the crowd's chanting mommy. Uh, you gotta wonder, like, doesn't, don't they want that on the SummerSlam card? Wouldn't you want that out there? I don't know, man. You'd think. Like, you'd think you'd want to have, you'd want to find a way to sneak Rhea and Dom out there just because that's your, your A story on, yep. on Raw right now is Rhea and Dom of the Judgment Day. Like, you've got Finn Balor in one of the main events and you've got, uh, Damian Priest teasing a cash in, but like, Maybe all right. So you know, I always try to think. Of, I always try to think of reasons why this decision might be made and why it may make sense from the WWE standpoint. Maybe they're really trying to focus in on some sort of um, on this Judgment Day shit with uh, you know Priest and Finn, and maybe they didn't want to distract from that, and they just want one focal point for the judgment day for that big event to happen where there's like nothing else happening with the judgment day, except this thing where we watch it and we're like, Holy shit. If they're planning something like that, maybe I could see that being a reason why they keep Rhea off the card, but to counteract that, it's just like, you can, you could figure something to fuck out. <laughs> that, yeah, that's where I'm at. I think you could figure something could. out. hundred <laughs> percent. Absolutely. And they just haven't. Yeah. And what's your uh, what's your last stock falling, Dimitri? Oh, the uh, U.S. title that's being uh, defended on SmackDown, right? Wrong. Next week. Next week. Okay. Well, next week on SmackDown, then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to ask that and start this out uh, because uh, one, first of all, I-, I missed the date, you know, and you know why I missed the date because I don't care about the U.S. goddamn champion. Uh. Sad thing, I think, though, I think that um, Austin Theory, when he has this match, I think he's going to retain. Yep. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I think he's going to retain, and I can see a little bit of where this may go, so personal opinion here. Um, I think it would be smart to have Austin Theory retain, even though I don't want him to have the belt anymore, because if we... Like, WWE fans, the majority of, I feel, don't want Theory to have the belt anymore. So, we are further and further down this fucking road where we're like, yo, get this belt off this man, get the belt off this man, get the belt off this man. And that's what we want more than anything. What else do we want more than anything? We want LA Knight to win the belt more than anything. So Yeah! <laughs> yeah! So, if we get these two two polar opposite extremes where we're building theory to be the champion that nobody fucking wants and then la knight to be the champion that everybody wants that would make for a great atmosphere for a match so if that's where they're going i respect it but if we're just going towards some sort of austin theory match with somebody else where he retains again and for some reason he has this like otherworldly long run because they're trying to turn him into the next john cena i'm gonna be sick and i do not want that to happen if you want to turn him into the next John Cena, have him defend the fucking belt every week. Facts. Have a U.S. <laughs> title open challenge. Yep. He won't. Yeah. It's not happening. No. Nah. Not. Nah. Nah, nah. Nah, nah. 
uh, yeah, it, I think I think you're right. I think uh, they're going to feed him Santos Escobar so that he can keep it. After the match, L.A. Knight comes out and says, "Listen to me, or let me talk to you." <laughs> Listen, to, Listen me. to me. <laughs> Listen here, pal. Hey, I'm talking to you. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. No. Uh, let me talk to you. Uh, I won the Slim Jim Battle Royal, and I'm coming for your belt. Something like that. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> LA Knight. It'll, L- LA Knight will. LA Knight. Yep. And then LA Knight will gain some momentum. He'll beat somebody on SmackDown right after. He cuts his promo saying, I'm coming for that belt. He will. Uh, LA Knight will carry this entire feud all the way to payback and at payback. Everybody will say be saying L A night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what the people want, and that's what the people should get. Damn right. Give us it. Please. Yeah. Uh we're getting there. I think we're I think we're slowly getting to our LA Knight has a title. Um yeah. shout out to uh Michael Cole though on SmackDown last week when they had uh Austin Theory in the skybox by himself eating some popcorn. Austin Theory with all his friends. Yeah, yeah. He's always throwing shots. It's hilarious, Mm -hmm. man. (laughs) But you've also, we also had the uh, Michael Cole fake laugh of approval for LA Night 2 on SmackDown as well. So that's always a bonus. Yeah. All right. I think we covered SummerSlam. Did we cover SummerSlam? I think we did, Bob. Any parting thoughts? No, man. I'm just really excited, really fucking pumped. All right, me too. SummerSlam this weekend on the cock. Uh, or if you're going to watch Collision, watch Collision. I don't care. Do you? Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok and YouTube at Let Me Pod to you. Like, comment, subscribe. You can follow Dimitri at Dimitri Talks. You can find me at We Hate Jacob. That's hate with an eight. Please give us a review on your chosen podcast platform. I need to set a reminder so that I actually look and see if there's reviews on our chosen podcast platform. Thank you for engaging with us on, on Twitter on youtube we appreciate the comments we appreciate the likes we're loving driving a conversation in the internet wrestling community uh have a great week everybody enjoy SummerSlam.